Hello and welcome to Outlandish, the podcast that boldly explores the wild world of sex and relationships. I'm Lisa Nash. And I'm Melanie Cameron. We'll be taking a fresh look into the fun highs and sometimes murky lows of modern love, fearlessly tackling some pretty outlandish topics with no holds barred chats, leaving no stone unturned. And each episode will bring you the raw and relatable life stories. We'll take a look at the hot topics everybody's talking about in the media relating to infidelity, sex and relationships. And we'll have some fun chats with some very special guests that might even make you see things in a whole new light. Now, it's the perfect moment to grab that bottle of wine, pour a glass, relax, and indulge in your weekly guilty pleasure. And today, we've got a very special guest called Greg, also known as Bok. And we're going to be talking to him about, shall we say, interesting past love life. Mm. Mm, interesting. He'll be telling us all about the life in open relationships and swinging and what it was like for him and what made him stop. So don't forget, guys, if you are enjoying this podcast, then please give us a follow, like, subscribe, share, and, you know... Do all of that. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're loving it, loving it, loving it, feel free to give us a rating. Five stars, preferably. Five stars, we owe you a drink. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> Excellent. So let's kick off. Lisa, how are you feeling? Because Happy New Year to you, first and foremost. Thank you very much. We how am I feeling? Well... You Last had, week, you had COVID. I yeah, I wasn't very well. The dreaded, um, the dreaded Vid. big C. The vid. But um, yeah, but I'm feeling it's a really weird feeling because I've done this dry Jan um, so far. Yeah, I just like to say for the record, <laughs> look, I'm on the water. I might add, she, I'm not doing dry Jan. Well, I didn't do it at the beginning, but I started about a week ago. Obviously, once I've got COVID, mm. I want some. <laughs> but I've decided to do a 21 kind of day reset. So that involves like no drinking and just eating well. I think we all indulge and the belly gets bigger, especially at a certain age. Yeah. You just bloat. Yeah. So I'm doing no sugar and I've managed to do it now for well, my own day seven. And I've got this kind of lingering headache. So it's kind of a detox. So it's a really weird feeling, obviously not being well, of like feeling kind of energized because you're sleeping loads, eating really well, but you're still kind of like, I, oh. <laughs> I won't bore all the listeners. I want my friend back. Yes. <laughs> Where's she gone? Don't worry guys, I will be back. No, I mean- So there'll be no slurring words today. That's the good thing. <laughs> no, you are right. And and especially if like loads of people hit it hard over the Christmas yeah. period, there's, you know, lots of partying and all that sort of stuff. So it is a good reset. You were relatively quiet this new year and Christmas. I was, which- Yeah, which is, where's my friend gone? I know. <laughs> No, that's true. Yeah. So I don't, I, yeah, it's very tame. Yeah. So that's why I feel like I'm not doing dry jan. I pretty much had a, a tame December. But we've both kind of been discussing that we want to, you know, for 2024, get in shape, feel a bit better. And I think also we have mentioned before, you know, we get to a certain age, menopausal. Oh. You just want to look after yourself more. It's, so We talked about this the other day. Mm. It's like, you know, mother nature and lots of us ladies will, will be able to relate to this. Brother H, as you're coming to the end of that that cycle of your life, it's like she goes, but before you go, <laughs> I have one more thing for you. One last hurrah, <laughs> and it's called the menopause. Oh, and it's a doozy. Um, well, we could talk for ages about menopause, but we're we not should, going to. No, we won't. I mean, we might do a, a, um, 
a particular episode, yeah, maybe. I think we we'll, we'll speak to the producer, Simon. Maybe we'll talk sometime. to um, about sex and menopause because that's yeah. a bit of a well, losing wanna, your libido. We want to get Sunita on for that, so I'm going to yeah. leave that to we, you. We, we, we spoke <laughs> about that, I think, on our last episode, didn't we? But yeah, but New I mean, Year's resolutions. Then what New are your resolutions? So, do you um, believe in them? Well, I think. Look, I don't think you need the new year to make a resolution to make a change, but I do think it's a really good place to start and reset, like yeah. you've said. I think um, health is definitely a bit of a focus for both of us this year. And that's just because... It's just the longevity of it, because people do go to the gym and it lasts for a month, doesn't it? So it's about kind of I think instilling it me, maybe a little bit before the new year, do you think? I think, for me, I have been continuing to live my life like I'm still in my 20s for a really long time. And whilst up here, very much still in that mindset, my body keeps reminding yeah. me, Mel... You are not so, um, but I, I think it's a balance and... of both, isn't it? You don't want to kind of like hang up the dancing shoes just yet. Oh, definitely not. I don't think they're ever getting hung up. No. There's, a, there's a bit of a kind of running joke with um with my sister and her fiance. I've got these white boots, and then they always knew when I was wearing the white boots that I was out. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, and I bought a new pair actually in the sale. They was like. What, you're not ready to hang them up yet? No, I'm, like, I'm... Hell no! I'm getting new ones! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, and the other thing that I was going to... Well, my other re resolution for this year is I am a recovering people pleaser. Yeah. And... Um, you got to think more about what... I'm not doing it anymore, you, Liz. Yeah. I am not doing it. I think I have spent so much of my life trying not to... Offend people, upset people. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm always be polite, but it's yeah, and, more I, about and just... I'm I'm a very strong person, but I don't think being a people pleaser and being a strong person are mutually exclusive. And I think um, because I, I just like to make people happy, a lot of the time that comes... but that's a good trait and that's a good quality. I'm the same, but, but I think sometimes I think it comes at a cost to yourself. Yeah, and I'm not doing that anymore. Like. My time is precious and I want to spend it with people that I love and I yeah. and things that I this want is the, to do. That's a, that's a very good point. It's kind of being in company and wasting your evening with, with people um, that that aren't kind of, I suppose... Aligned you up, with aligned you. you. That's, yeah. that's perfect. And also, not everyone's going to show up for you. So I think... Exactly. As you get a bit older, your circle... That's the thing, you turn up for other people and then like when it comes down to you doing something... Does everyone show up for you? Exactly. And then you have to kind of like look around. And your circle, de my mum used to say. Um, circle gets smaller. Circle gets smaller. She was right. And, and it does. Your circle does get smaller. So just be grateful you're still in it. It's <laughs> <laughs> only the two of us. <laughs> I mean, this is my circle. <laughs> I joke what? all my other friends. You're yeah. all in the circle. Um, so one of my other New Year's resolutions is I'm rubbish on social media. And I think that's definitely an age thing, right? Is that why you call me the technical one? I always call her the technical one. But we're actually going to be... Um, interviewing a tech entrepreneur in a little while so I'm going to ask him about this but basically what I want to do is, is I want learn how to use Instagram <laughs> yeah <laughs> learn how to turn my phone on <laughs> answer calls um no basically I want to learn how to kind of promote myself a bit more and do you know what I go away I've just been well last year I went to Uganda I did this whole amazing tribe experience and I haven't posted one picture <laughs> so what I'm saying that life-changing experience yeah. so just um just to organize and be a bit more savvy but I'm one of those people that it's like people go oh go on YouTube learn no I need to go on a course and they have to <laughs> actually like like literally show me what Hold to on. do that <laughs> we, I just need to just take this back because before we started this podcast I'd posted a picture on social media yesterday and Lisa was like, oh, how did you do your eyeliner? It looked really nice. And I was like, oh, I did this and I did that. And I, it also went through loads of filters. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. And then I said to her, wait a minute, didn't you? Do 
aren't you a qualified makeup artist? <laughs> Didn't you do a whole course? And well, the story is with that, I used to present at London Fashion Week and, and um, the Global Fashion Awards and stuff in, in, in New York. But I used to work with a company called AOFM, which is Academy of Freelance Makeup. So they actually put me on this course, which is about 10 grand for free, so I could learn how to um, apply makeup, but more importantly, to interview the makeup artists for the big fashion shows and stuff. And um, yeah, still can't do eyeliner. I was gonna say, <laughs> how, how did that work out for you? Do you know what? I actually went and did um, makeup for quite a lot of people. I'd actually quite like to look back at those pictures. <laughs> the best thing was, it was Lisa saying to me, yes, my problem is like, I can't see without my glasses on. Well, this and is I the other Back then, I, I could actually do my eyeliner. <laughs> yeah, put, <laughs> do a little bit and then put the glasses on. Right, enough about my bad makeup skills. <laughs> this is so funny. Um, right, so uh, this week I've been having a little look, and I'm sure as have you, Lisa, of what's going on in the world around sex and relationships and all that sort of stuff. And there is a new dating trend that I keep seeing a lot about. Um, avalanching. Avalanching. <laughs> that sounds really Essex then. I've been avalanching. Yeah. And, and it's basically um, in the run up to Valentine's Day is people, people worry swiping right a lot more. Yeah. Well, they're worried, I think, especially coming out of Christmas um, and New Year, if they spent it on their own, it could be a lonely time for a lot of people, as yeah, we know. Yeah. And then going into the most romantic day of the year, Valentine's. Yeah. I mean, it was created, obviously, you know, for the hype. And it is lovely for people to celebrate their love and all the rest of it. But going back to the dating apps, it's kind of... Um, it could be counterproductive because they're kind of looking for that date. Anyone. The, yeah. <laughs> and then on... Uh, for Valentine's night, and then maybe if you get, kind of get stuck into that, do you get stuck into a relationship? Do you settle, or yeah. you know, are they are people really looking for what they want long term? And yeah. reading about the articles, it's like from all the the experts, so to speak, they talk about being honest and like the things that you really like doing, not kind of like oh I'm this, I'm that. Which I think there's a lot of catfishing out there, people putting up on their their profiles that they're, you know, they look. Slightly different. I mean, there's been some horror stories, hasn't there? Like when well, people turn up, they're like, oh my God. Do you know, I was going to say that they would when turn up I, at the table. When I was single, I remember, you weren't there for this, but I don't know why. You must have been in a relationship or out of the country or something. Anyway, um, we there were loads of us that were all single at the same time. So we did a singles Valentine's night. And there was a group, I'm not going to mention any names because there were a couple of quite well-known ones in there. <laughs> and we all went about... I remember this. I, I was out the country, we, yeah. It was about 12 of us and we went to the Groucho and we all got very drunk and had an absolutely brilliant time. So I think... Well, that's the thing. You do get also on Valentine's night that you get the singles. Do a singles night. Go out. Don't, I would say don't try and rush yourself for a date just for the sake of a date. Definitely Get not. a group you together. You get kind of, I think, if you do end up, you know, being in a relationship just because of... Sorry, it was a fly. Just, yeah. <laughs> just because of Valentine's night, then it could actually... Night, the whole day. Um, it could See where up. your Valentine's <laughs> went. <laughs> Straight into the night night. Um, but yeah, I think also, I, I think it's known that January is one of the most popular months for people swiping right. Yeah. And it, I mean, people it's, yeah, it's got to be, da be down to Valentine's. I've got to be honest. I mean, I'm I'm nine years into my relationship. I'm quite happy to spend a Valentine's alone. Do you know what? As I would think, he be? I think if I was single, I'd be quite happy just to... I mean, I've. do you know what? Valentine's has never really been... Yeah. 
I've never really thought, oh my God, I'm lonely. I'm, uh, you know, when I have been single, it's, I think it's just another day of the year. Do you know, I, when, think, it, I think it applies more to the youngsters. They it does. Yeah. Do you know how old that makes us sound? Yeah. The youngsters. I know. But my mum used to send me a Valentine's card every year. Yeah. So when I was at school, but <laughs> she used to write really cheesy, corny stuff in, in it that no 14 year old would ever write. Like, you were made for me. And I was like, Mum, it's clearly you. <laughs> I didn't send it. I don't know. Nope. Someone must have posted that. Did you use no, the post box? You wrote, but you were made for me. Do you remember you said it had that post box at school? Did everyone have a post box that you could actually They don't you know, do you, that anymore? No, they don't do that anymore. But they used to have it in my class. Again, we're going showing our age. But yeah, you used to be able to post a, um, a Valentine's card. And then, but the thing is, it was bad because there was always some people that never got them yeah. and then some got loads. So I I can understand why they don't do that anymore. But big shout out to Clearly, I, I got loads. Obviously. <laughs> get, get out the front door. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure that I actually did get <laughs> No one needs to know. You, no, just, you threw yourself well, under the bus there. Yeah, Liz. there you go. Well, let's move on because there's been quite a few, actually, um, stories in the media. This one, um, the paper's picked up really quickly. Yeah. And this, I do like this. We had a little chat about this before. Yeah. But the five-minute coffee hack to save a relationship. Now, Explain I, what it is. So, basically, the five-minute coffee hack is if there's trouble within the relationship, it means you're sitting down, have, obviously, a coffee gives you a little perk up. It can also be used for a moment of... Um, just to sit down, talk to each other, whether it's in the morning before you go to work. And um, there's a thing that they call the seal. So it's kind of like S um, symbolizes um, strategize. So what do you want? How are you feeling? Um, and then the E for explain how you're feeling at that uh, precise moment. Is, is, are you feeling okay in yourself? How are you feeling about, you know, your work and all that stuff? Where well, sometimes gets lost in relationships. And then A for affirm, what action needs to be taken? Whether you say to your partner, you know, you need to listen to me more. You need to, you know, sit down and take more responsibility for certain things. And then L is lock in or lock out. Meaning like, see you later. <laughs> or kind of, um, you know, is this going to work? We have to work on it. So those kind of things, it takes five minutes. And this article was about this couple that basically they say that it saved their relationship. Um, and even they went on holiday for three weeks and they still did the five minute kind of in the morning. So I think it's, it's, it's giving some kind of hope to relationships that, you know, that they're, they're it just feels the five bit... minutes. Can that save a relationship? I, I don't know. I, I mean, I get, I get, the, the the idea of it I just think it feels a bit business like so that like you use that in business there's there's a star technique which is I think situation task action and and resolution and it feels a little bit like that is kind yeah. of yeah but is some people need for a relationship see the thing is some people I think need structure in their relationship and they don't yeah, know how to communicate true. and the thing is it is about communication isn't it and if you can sit down and actually hear what someone has to say and also for someone to to feel like they've been heard. I'm, I just, think I'm so. just trying to think of like applying that to my own relationship. And if I sat down and But the thing is, obviously that, you don't have a problem like... communicating or talking. <laughs> Some people do. They hold everything in. So I, I mean, have listen, a problem listening. That yeah. might be my issue. <laughs> but listen, the advice is probably put the kettle on and, you know, sit down and have a chat. Why not? I Give think it a you're right. I think you're right. It is about communication. Um, and But it just depends on the person. And sometimes... 
you know, you can use that, but just not in such a structured way. You can, yeah. sometimes you can manipulate and slip it in a different way without people realising that you're... you're so, so, you, so you mean like, don't actually set a time and go, right, you've got one minute, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How are you feeling? How are you showing up to this five minutes? You know? <laughs> so, yeah. Well, listen, it's just food for thought for people, it, I suppose. You know, just to try and... And let us know if that's worked for you, if you've tried yeah. it. Just let us know. Now, or do you go one, over the same thing? That's the thing. I think people can go over the same thing oh, we're, constantly. Me yeah. and Ash are still having arguments, the same arguments nine yeah. years later. <laughs> like, well, I remember that time. Really? We yeah. still go. Well, I think we need a relationship expert on that. Yes. Reoccurring issues and how to get how over them. How do you them. get past those? Yeah, I think they're the hardest, aren't someone they? Someone throw me a freaking bone. Um, this one, I feel like, was set up for me and you. Um, cougars dating toy toy toys have better relationships. Yeah. Um, well, apparently cougars have much... Oh, it's, it's more fun. And they have better relationships. Better, yeah. Now, on our Why notes... Why do you think that says, is? Go on, what, what's on, your note saying? Say what our note says. Have you ever dated anyone younger than you? Might be something to chat about. Might be fun. And we were like, have we actually ever dated anyone our own age or above? <laughs> we're young at heart, though, I think. That's yes, why. Yes, that's it. So, yeah. so Ashley's seven years younger than me. Yeah. My partner's four. I'm sure you said five before we started. <laughs> no, it's four. <laughs> yeah. You, I think, look at you trying think... to knock the years down to make <laughs> <Yeah>. yourself. <laughs> um, listen, I think whatever suits someone, I think, you know, it's what you're attracted to. Yes. Um, does it come with a, an age? I, I don't know. But the, the whole article is very much about women coming to a certain age, like 45, and then they, if they're single, prefer to go... Or, or attracted and have better sex with a younger, and it, younger think, man. Is it kind of a little bit about um, how men and women age differently? Could be and that. And I do think there is something about maybe a woman getting into her mid forties, fifties, where she might be, she might have brought up a family. It might be her time. Um, she might. Um, her confidence has grown. She's comfortable with who she is. And actually... And I think there's a lot to do with that, Mel, to yeah. be honest. I think... She doesn't want to be around grumpy people and she wants to just some someone young with a bit of fire and electricity. And also, like you said, I think if you've been a mum at home with the kids yeah. and like in your kind of, you know, your comfies constantly bringing up the kids, wiping their bottoms and all the rest of it, yeah. it's sometimes, you, you know, you want to feel like a woman, feel appreciated and... You know, I suppose there's never a real answer to it. I suppose whatever suits Listen, that person. In but... the words of Aaliyah, age ain't nothing but a number. <laughs> Going down ain't nothing. It's a number. It is a number. I just think you like who you like, and that's whether it's... That's the thing, whatever you're attracted male, to. Male, female, gay, straight, bi, non-binary, young, old, whatever floats your boat. And I don't think it's anybody else's business. Do you. Do you. Final words. <laughs> right, so shall we bring our guest on? I think we should. Is yes. that time? Yeah, it's that's that time. Okay, guys, so we have a very special guest this week. Um, his name is Bok. Welcome, Bok. Welcome. Hello. Thank you very much. So, Great to have you. I'm going to give a little bit of a rundown about your life. Feel free to jump in if we've got it wrong. So, <laughs> Will do. <laughs> you're a tech entrepreneur and you've had quite the interesting life. Until recently, you were a swinger a frequenter of sex parties. You were in an open relationship and you had a whole Oh, he just went like that, which well, means that he might still be, but we'll yeah, get yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <gasps> oh, <laughs> see, I didn't, I didn't yeah. pick that up. I'm picking up on the body language, baby, see? <laughs> see, that's why we need both of us. Yeah. Um, 
you had a harem of which consisted of anything up to around seven women? Yeah, for a little while. <gasps> and now you're married. How, how did you even yeah. cope? I'm sorry with seven women, but again, we'll come oh, to that. <laughs> okay, well, we'll, yeah. we'll wait, but it, it, was, it was very easy. Everything was very separate. <laughs> okay. And now you're married. Yep. So I guess, first and foremost, is that is that part of your life over with now or no 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 we still hit uh we still hit the parties um both enjoy them she used to go before i even knew her um and so similar friends from like different circles uh figured out after we'd been together for quite a while that uh we've known some of the same people for ages and ages and it was actually very very odd that we didn't bump into each other earlier that was a question that i was thinking when you were saying that like obviously being a swinger and now you're married was your wife previously a swinger which you've just clarified so uh, yeah the only place that they'll care we've always been open swinging and everyone has different definitions for all these terms. They so all what, what, what is your definition of an open relationship and a versus swinging? A swing. yeah, so swinging. swinging usually in my mind means the couple goes out together and they find another couple and yeah. then they yeah, yeah. just switch like that. So me and Carla uh, don't do that too much just because we like different people and yeah. like different things. Right, okay. Um, And then just the open bit, it's... Uh, we've just had a long, since we got together, we were dating while we were each dating many other people when this all started. Um, kind of cute story to the big, to the big C COVID hit. We were seeing a lot of each other and we're like, Oh, and like, this is when, back when it was all like really scary. Like, yeah, you're yeah. not going to see anyone End for of the months. World. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, Oh, do you want to move in? <laughs> And so, but do you think if COVID hadn't happened, do you think you might not have got married? I think that's a bit of a too far. I mean, I think we were we were spending more and more time yeah. together. I think it dumped gasoline on a fire. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but then it. it was the you know we moved into a tiny one bedroom apartment at the beginning of COVID. You weren't allowed to go in anywhere. And, and then we after a year of that, then, we didn't kill each other. So it's like, well, obviously we should get married. Well, back then we, <laughs> it, we were all really like playing to the COVID rules and oh, yeah, being yeah. in a one bedroom flat. I mean, I remember- With no green space. With, yeah, no. not being able to go outside. I yeah. remember at one point, and I had a two bedroom house that me and Ashley were literally self-isolating from each other within the same house. Yeah. So being in a one bedroom flat, that's quite the test, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was not- we actually had a blast because it's like all of a sudden you couldn't go into work. Yeah. We both like a bit of a drink. And so. Amen. Had a great time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember we we laid in a month's worth of booze in the first week and it was gone slightly before the end of the first week. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm a big fan of your work, Bob. Well done. Congratulations <laughs> to you both. <laughs> so the, the, I suppose the next kind of question is, do you ever get jealous of each other? Because like you say that you're going, you, you don't do the swingings, you don't go to the same kind of, um, couples so do you do it separately and do you get jealous of each other so the jealousy I think sometimes a little bit yes generally not and back to that five minute coffee kind of thing the biggest thing is very very clear very very open comms yeah right so just talk the about five it all minute the time thing does work <laughs> the coffee break uh, I we, stand corrected yeah <laughs> we spend a lot more than five minutes yeah <laughs> uh but uh and then just the the biggest thing about that, though, is very, very, very clear ground, ground rules. Yeah. 
So I think you'd have you're, to. You're allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do this. Um, and one thing uh, that I actually got from a different friend back in Detroit ages ago was your partner always has 100% veto power over anyone and they do not have to explain why. Right. Like, that makes sense. So, mm. oh, I'm going to, okay with her. And like, just, nope. And you're not allowed to ask why. Don't you question just it. have to just fucking know. drop it and walk yeah. away. And do you mind me asking? Actually, I was going to say what? the same thing. What the ground what? rules are? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what are you allowed and what, what are you not allowed what, to do? I yes, see, I do. <laughs> uh, so it's interesting because so it's a bit different for uh, each of us. Uh, I want to know, but I want no details. Like, hey, let me know what's going on. But that's it. Go have fun. Great. Yep. Uh, Does she have a curfew? Oh uh, no, not if she tells me. Uh, Where the, she is the, the, the rule for both though is you have to say before. <laughs> like there's yeah. no like. Oh, and by oh, way. I got drunk and I just <laughs> yeah, yeah, I woke yeah, up yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that shit don't. That yeah. shit don't fly. Yeah, that don't fly. That's yeah. Um, and then there's generally a, oh yeah, go have fun, but nothing, you know, nothing datey. <laughs> yeah, you can right. go sleep with them. No trips to the museum the next day. Yeah, no, that makes <laughs> yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doing that nice breakfast and going yeah, for a yeah, walk yeah, in yeah, the yeah. morning. No brunch, yeah. no walk. No catching no. the feelings, so to speak. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's that's the biggest one. Now, that kind of works and it kind of doesn't because you do see people like the scene isn't like infinite, ginormous, and you just mm. you end up finding the people you like and you end up seeing them at. You know, multiple of the parties, ooh, ooh, like sorry, different fly, fly, fly. <laughs> the same one that was after you, the same one that was on your hair. Oops. <laughs> See, multiple partners. This fly, multiple uh, partners. Do you go back to the same partner? Have you been back to the same? I say partner. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. So um, or date. Interesting enough. Um, so back during the <laughs> harem days, which is what like other. Yeah, people... I want to get to that. What <laughs> about that? Uh, so. How it, how it worked was I was living in between Detroit and London, and so couldn't have anything super serious long-term in either place because I was three months on one side of the ocean, three months on the other, two months back, yeah. five months over, and it was really just scattered. Uh, but then I had uh, a couple open relationship enthusiast friends back in uh, Detroit side, and so I was dating a few of them here and there, and just it just kind of also things just fell into place. When you've had what, how you've just explained, like you've gone back to um, previous people that you've seen, how does your wife feel about that now? Because obviously you were single oh. back then. Yeah, are oh, you yeah. allowed to return? Yeah. Uh, so uh, yes, I'm allowed. Uh, one of the long-standing ones actually doesn't see me anymore, but actually sees my wife. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. So are you not, because see, that would be, I think, a concern for most people is if you continue to see someone does a different kind that of relationship and a bond form. Oh, uh, yeah. So one of the nice things to kind of keep out of that then is if you find other open couples. Yeah. And if they also have a life going on. Yeah. You know, it, it, there is that back of your head level of safety. Of yeah, yeah, um, you know, oh, this person has a, a wife or a, wife, or a yeah. husband and a couple kids, and they just happen to—they're not going anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. And yeah. I, th I guess I was going to ask: is is it other? 
is it always people that are in open relationships or can you date someone that's not in an open relationship and that's just single and ready to mingle as it were um can i think that would raise more bars like there's there's also that entry into they what they might want more because they're single. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. They I might be saying. looking yeah. for an act like a relationship yeah. if they're not on the scene. Um, obviously, v- a thousand times easier for my partner to go have <laughs> things. You know, just guys need to put in a lot more work. And as a guy going out for a one-off fling like that, oh, and I have a wife and we're open. Like women just. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just yeah, absolutely shoot out. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're kind of more in the scene, and then you end up talking to people at different events and stuff like that. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'd like to get to know you better. Or like, hey, what are you guys doing tomorrow? Or you know. do do you feel attitudes have changed as times progressed? So, are are people more open? Is it less shocking than it used to be? Is it more of a more accepted way of life that that we're all going? Actually, you know. Monogamy just isn't isn't for everybody, and it mm. and and it's quite unnatural to lots of people. I think the needle's moving a bit, but yeah. I think more what you find is you hit a large city center like London, no one cares. Okay, that's <laughs> like interesting they, very much in London. It's you don't find people that get judgy or yeah, yeah, nearly yeah. as much. Back in Detroit, keep everything a little quieter because. It is the Midwest. It is the Bible Belt of the U.S. Yeah. And it is, you'll get people, uh. Yeah. But going back on, I just said that's interesting, only in the sense that that's not something I've ever been in, an open relationship or done the swinging and stuff. So no, it's interesting to know that it's that it's such no, but a big me, me and neither, accepted. But it doesn't shock me. No, it doesn't shock me Or it doesn't. It wouldn't make me look at somebody any differently. I'm like, good for you. Oh, you're getting all the sex. I've got lots yeah. of friends that you know. Congratulations also, on yeah. all the sex. Well done. <laughs> Do you know the other thing is? Does your family? Obviously, your family know. But like, I think I suppose for people that you know are swingers or in an open relationship, would they tell their parents? Would they tell their friends and family? Or is it? Do you think it's it's like a? I don't want to say this, but like a. Like a little secret, a dark secret, a dirty little secret, so or something I, like that. I people weirdly, might. I know. Think. I know people that go both ways. I know people that yeah. keep it like very much under the carpet. You know, just don't talk about it. Do ever. You think that's if they're in powerful jobs or something, they can't be seen to give that image. I think if you had the yeah, a certain career track, you yeah. might keep it a, like quite a bit more on the down low. I also think, um, you know, obviously. Once again, back to the Michigan thing. Mm. My friends back there, um, the parties are much, you know, here in London. Oh, man, you have a plethora. You have Torture Garden, uh, Verboten, and a Pinky Promise, the Fox Den, Annie, Annie Christ, Pedestal. I mean, they're just imaginary. I have to say, I we have a friend um, not who was attending but is a DJ and has played at one of these clubs. And he was absolutely mesmerised by what a good vibe it is in these clubs. Oh. I suppose they just let, everyone just lets it down their guards and they're just so there to have fun, aren't they? He said it's like the least judgmental place. And probably the yep. least pr- pretentious. Everybody is oh. just drinking, having fun. The best thing is 
every, uh, like back when I first started going and I would like bring other people kind of into the scene, mm -hmm. the number one thing is, um, that girls cannot believe is go to the club, strip down to whatever level of strip down you're comfortable oh, really? with. Yeah. And a club in London, no one touches you. No one even bumps up against you. No, like blah, 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 blah. It's such a consent um, centric view in the See, space. That's really quite. It's quite appealing, isn't it's, it? It's, do you know what the thing is? You think about all these strip clubs that, you know, you get the drunk guys, they want to touch the girls. And you say that girls can walk around a club freely and and that it's... When well, it, when, I suppose when it's it's out there and it's your choice to be there, then... Well, you actually, oh, yeah. I guess you get a bit desensitised to it, right? Because he said mm. everybody is, at the beginning of the night... Respectful. But every, no, but everybody's all dressed nicely and, and as the night goes on, there are less clothes and there are more drinks being consumed. And now people are at the bar in next to nothing, ordering their drinks, having a chat. It's yep. just what so everyone's it, doing. It, it does go down, but then there's also, you know, like uh, I'm trying to think. I, I, I think I was past, the, when I came to London, I was past the age of going to club clubs. Mm. Yeah. Like I don't even know what the What's the point in all of this? Yeah. scene of. It's all about these days, nor do I. <laughs> well, I, I do know um, some of my female friends like talk about going out to like, their friends who are not on the kind of kink scene mm. going to non-kink parties and being like, oh, it's so fucking gross. I got groped like eight times. Yeah. And I can tell you just from from the kink scene, the girls are walking around in just nothing or lingerie or latex or whatever. It It can easily be fixed by the club. The thing is, the community inside these places does not accept that stuff. Anybody does anything, snap for a bouncer. A bouncer comes. They're gone and they're banned for the club. I've been a, a club host MC for years, so I used to stand and people watch from the DJ booth. And I would think, you guys are so busy filming and showing that you're having a good time. You're actually, actually forgetting the whole to vibe. have yeah. a good time. <laughs> yeah. When we were clubbing and raving... There were no camera phones. It was you just engaged in what was going, and I guess it's the same. Well, I was, I was just about to say this yeah, is interesting. Yeah, are you allowed Absol to take pictures in there? No, absolutely no camera. So that's so that, where, oh, that's there you go. Yeah, they yeah, should yeah. bands actually filming and and all of that in clubs yeah. or, or yeah. parties. So yeah, they? most uh, most of the parties uh, they either put a sticker over your camera or they bang, oh really they actually bag your phone and make sure. Oh wow, to that extreme. Yeah, 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 over the phone. See, I think there, there's, there's something in that, right? Oh, that, yeah. That, that we're talking about an alignment in how things used to be yeah. and how yeah. things are now Living in, in, in sex clubs. It's definitely for, for people that are listening, actually, if, they, if they're event promoters and that, that's something to look into. Yeah. But listen, just moving on a little bit, there was an article in the Sun newspaper and it was talking yes. about like the... It was in the Sun, it must be true. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be true. <laughs> got to be true. 100%. <laughs> um, but there's like, how do you know if someone is open um, to open whether they're um you know swingers and that and also um talking about neighbors because there's certain things that they have in their garden like the upside down pineapple i mean and flamingos obviously that's kind of a giveaway but and the pampas pampas grass which i actually love those they're like those um those long kind of stalks with the the um the beige kind of fur so they look gorgeous fluffy feathery so basically this article i never knew that 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 kind of represented that there's 
you know. Are you going to remove them from your garden, Lisa? I haven't now? got any, actually. <laughs> I was actually going to get them this summer. So so this article basically pointed out, I think, maybe 10 things that, that are supposed to symbolise the fact that you yeah. are open or you're open to uh, being in an open relationship or swinging. Pampas grass was one. The upside down pineapple and you mentioned Bok when we were talking earlier on about certain jewellery and stuff well that... you've got the black ring haven't you yeah 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 um, so interestingly enough I've heard all this stuff never once like met someone because of it or like it opened the door <laughs> that said uh, my buddy Kelvin um, the pineapple is supposedly very popular on the gay scene Oh, and, okay. and he has joked around. Is um, it in the front of the back garden? Oh, that's oh no, no, cool. uh, just <laughs> even. Sorry. Oh no, no. The the pineapple is when you're shopping. If the pineapple is upside down in your basket while you're shopping. Oh, it's in the garden. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I you made me. Sorry about that. <laughs> So the pineapple is not in your garden, it's in your basket. Yes, while shopping. While oh, shopping, okay. <laughs> and the only is, reason... is this a goal? Because what I saw in the sun is Was it a real pineapple? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a real pineapple. Because I saw well, I was like, stop lying. No, no I think like... there I think there is something else. I've heard this before yeah. of like a pineapple decal on the door or yeah. you know, <laughs> in a, the back garden. <laughs> can't put it in the back garden, no one would know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, that tickled me. <laughs> you know why I know about the pineapple thing is because there's this again TikTok. I really need to get a life. Um, there's this 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 cruise that's going on, this nine month cruise around the world, and it's become like a, a massive subject on TikTok because there's lots of arguments going on on this cruise, and people are literally is sailing like, for like nine months, right? And it's wild, but. They're now going down and taking pictures of people's doors that have got pineapples on them and oh, saying, really? okay. this person is the, you know, these guys are clearly swingers. <laughs> and that's why I knew the pineapple thing. So say if, if you know, one wanted to be in an open relationship and to find other people, or if they wanted, um, a couple were um, wanting to experiment swinging, how would you go about doing that? Uh, Asking for a friend, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why do I always seem to ask the questions and you just like, you make them sound like? <laughs> so I, w I would, I would say the the best I would say is get involved in the scene, and there are mixers and stuff for you know, hey, what is polyamory? Blah 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 yeah. blah. Um, my friend Sinead actually runs the Fox Den and she does workshops and talks and Wow, that's okay. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'll I'll tell her about like a you guys. Introduction. And, okay. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. should, get we should, should yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she would love to come on because okay. she runs a lot of oh. workshops around everything. We'd love she's, to have her on. Yeah, that she's, sounds a, she's amazing. an amazing woman, yeah. So really wanna did you have a, a quick question no, on, no. on this? No, no, I was no, just gonna no. I really wanted to talk about um your the draw, the Reddit, because you're a very oh. successful artist as well. Thank you, thank so, you. yes. Um, yeah, talk to us a little bit about that. Um, 
because and give us all of your where where can we find you uh, and and oh, the work that you do a, online? Yeah, because it's a semi-famous trends. And Lisa's really good on social media, so she's <laughs> yes, be like, the technical one. Oh yeah, well, like, well I, I did actually look, and I, it was you got. I think you got two different Instagrams. One, yep. so one portraits, and yep. I let you explain. Okay, yeah. Uh, so one is G Bacchus, which is just uh, Reddit gets drawn. It's just a lovely community. Mm. People on Reddit post photos they've taken of themselves or their partners and whatever, or even their pets, and they just post it, and you paint them, and then the community gives you feedback and votes, and, oh, yeah, I think I've been Artist of the Week something like 13 times. Oh, wow. wow. That's, that, that doesn't surprise me. If you look on, <laughs> no, on it's Instagram, amazing. it's amazing. But you've got the two. I, so I just want to say, whilst we're here and we've got this, like... <laughs> documented box gonna draw me and lisa right yeah definitely oh i can't wait to <laughs> you see heard that. that here first Doc, you can't get out yeah, yeah. it's legally binding yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, more, no. more than I'll portrait one because i was going to go on so you've got another instagram that's more pornographic so to speak yeah so then erotic the, uh, i think probably a better erotic word, yeah. art. uh so then there is another sub category in reddit called uh draw me not safe for work and it is people posing uh, you know, tasteful nudes and eroticism. I mean, they're gorgeous. I'm thinking another stone off and maybe I'll say you can do it. Paint and me then, like one of your French girls, Jack. With a little palm leaf there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then a couple of uh, those also, there was uh, through one of the clubs, um, uh, Club Verboten, they, when they shut down for COVID... And no one could see each other. They were doing Zoom parties and things like that. Oh, I bet they, they were a, wild. They did a secret mm. Santa. And a couple of the paintings were for a couple that I painted for secret Santa gifts. Oh, amazing. Oh, and amazing. so there was some yeah. really fun stuff that went around uh, that. Before we let you go, I need <laughs> to know what happens in a Zoom sex party. Uh, honestly, they're, they're, they're not great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Oh, that's an anti-climax you. talking about that, Mel. They're... I mean, they're lovely. I mean, it's it. There is an original, basically like all Zoom parties ever. When they first start off, everyone's like, "Oh, this is awesome! Something yeah. to do." Saturday, <laughs> we're getting drunk with eighteen cameras on my screen. Yeah, and it very quickly goes. Away. It's, it's true because it's all like we were like, "Oh, let's do a Zoom and a quiz." And now I'm like, yeah. "Oh, kill me. me out with your quiz." <laughs> I yeah, don't, yeah. yeah, yeah. Looking back, we still do like a little quiz or like a an evening. With and you get all your friends on it's and there was there was a few other little things that like everyone used to do knitting and baking yeah. I did neither. <laughs> Have you ever had like phone sex with a partner when you're first super in love? And I they can now confirm not to know that. But it's like that you do it once and like yeah okay yeah yeah I, that, that, I get that yeah I think um, Mark, thank you so much we could have sat here for hours talking to you so there there might be another episode in yeah. there so uh, watch happy this to come day. back thank you so much really enjoyed talking oh, to no, you oh no this was great thank yeah. you I think. Um, actually, Bok, let's keep you around for our love line. Now, love line is when our listeners will anonymously mm. uh, send us Always. a dilemma or something that they're going through in their relationship. And and Lisa and I will, um, well, we're not very good at advice, but we'll talk about it and see if we give you some other perspectives. <laughs> um, so let's keep you with us, Bok, because you might have some some good insight here. Lisa, do you want to take this one? Or? Yeah, go on then. 
Go on. Uh, do you know what I'm going to do? Put your glasses I thought, on. I, I, <laughs> I gonna... thought they actually match the outfit. They really I do. do. I do kind of blend in here a little bit, don't they? I like it. But, I like um, it a lot. Yeah, I've not worn my glasses, so I thought I might. You should do Okay, that. so um, our love line is, Hi, girls. So my partner has always been a workaholic, and I've always admired his dedication. Lately, though, his job has gone into overdrive. Long hours, crazy stress, you name it. It's like our relationship got tossed on the back burner. That happens quite a lot it in relationships. A lot. We hear about it. So, I mean, she gets the whole career thing, but she misses the good times we used to have. When we do spend time together, it feels like it's mentally still at the office. It's quite a hard thing for some people to switch off. Yeah, isn't it, it is so. if you've got other things going on, absolutely. Yeah. So, she's feeling a bit neglected, clueless about how to bring it up without adding to his stress. That's the thing, it's about choosing that moment. Timing, the right isn't timing, it? Timing. Isn't it? Yeah. So, she said she's tried talking to it about it, but it's tough to have a real conversation when work is all he's thinking about. I'm worried if this keeps up, it's going to mess with our marriage. I love the guy and I want us to be solid even with his crazy work life. Well, she's like she's seeking help here. She wants to try and yeah, make a change, which is it's good. Any thoughts on how to handle this? How can I support his career with without feeling like I'm on the sidelines? I want to back him up while still feeling like we're a team. Do you know what? I want to hand over your, to, yeah. to Bok first with this. What would you say, Bok? I would say one conversation first is figure out what their love languages are. Because in his mind, if his love language is act of service, and in his mind, he's doing all this for them. Yeah. yeah. You know, in his head, he could be like, I'm doing, the I'm right doing thing. all the this things. This is really good, getting a man's perspective <laughs> this on This is it, a really, yeah, 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 absolutely. Because that's Whereas the thing, I suppose. what she yeah. wants, from the sound of that, is she, Attention. her love language is yeah. quality time. Yeah. yeah. So she wants that, you know, present quality time and, you know, so she's really got to talk to him and realize that that's probably might not be his love language or not how he gets it. But yeah, in his head, he might think, oh, no, the relationship is just perfect. I'm providing I'm, for everyone. I'm providing. I'm doing, doing everything. Yeah. I'm killing but, it so we can have I a better life later on. But then I think to have that on. conversation, because sometimes you can get stuck into that routine of just going to work, just providing that and then you lose the magic of why you first fell in love why you first well, yeah, met and that connection so it's kind of reconnecting and I, that, you isn't do it? need some of that and, yeah, and that, so that's sure. the key I think what she's asking is how does she get that back I think what we said timing is the key for that because yeah. uh, it happens quite a lot if I'm working and Ashley will come in and try and have a conversation with me and I'll go oh can you just because what he doesn't realise is every time he speaks to me, I lose my train of thought. Oh, and you then, get out of the flow. And, and then, then I'm out, I don't know where I was, yeah. and then I can't concentrate on what he's saying or the email that I was writing. And then so he this gets goes, frustrated with me. So I think it's it's having that moment of maybe when you're sitting down to dinner. I was going to say, it's the timing, isn't it? It's the time and have that. And carving out some quality. To, so, you know, if you're going to be working like this, that's great but let's try and book a holiday. Let's do a weekend away where we just go, you know what? No emails, no phones, no laptops. And then catch up to where we're at. So up. again, so let's keep going on about this, but I think this is, I'm quite liking it, the five minute coffee hack. No, but the <sighs> Good luck is, to Lisa's other yeah. half. <laughs> She's going to be drinking um, a lot of coffee. Tomorrow morning, <laughs> five minute coffee breaks coming your way. <laughs> but I mean, it, it could be a five minute, well, not a five hour wine break. <laughs> That's more kind of um, your speed, yeah. 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 But yeah, just kind of introducing, saying, look, we've got things to maybe chat about. Should we kind of introduce? I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> I think, but I, I don't know. I think that could that could work. Time is just key. for him to have that break, and you will get a different reaction out of someone depending on when you approach certain subjects. Yeah. That's something oh, I've yeah. learned 
uh, over at the different years. times of the day. Yeah. If and oh, I'm yeah. someone that if I'm yeah. thinking it, I, I have to get it out. But I've learned that sometimes it, you know, the, the, my I've got uh, the flyback. It, <laughs> it's on your case, Liz. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes even in my, you know, uh, excitement to get something out or say something. Actually, all I'm going to do is cause an argument. So yeah. you have to pick your timings and pick your battles. See, oh, the yeah. thing is, say like you're in a relationship and then one of you is t really tired, one's not tired and they're really excited about something, but you're talking to, to the other one and they're not giving that enthusiasm and then you're feeling re rejected perhaps. So again, it's all about timing. So yeah. I think the advice would be to try and choose the best time when he's feeling more relaxed. Maybe if it's a Sunday morning, it's a weekend and um, and suggest maybe a walk or and something or, or, you know, a spa day or something. What, what you said about maybe his love language is an act of service. Maybe switch that and you be the act of service for a moment. So maybe, you know what? I know you've had a tough week. Why don't you stay in bed? Let me make some breakfast mm -hmm. and just chill for a bit. Oh yeah, and and flip that. There is definitely service. something to that of actually you got breakfast getting... in bed soon. <laughs> <laughs> getting didn't say that out loud. <laughs> getting getting people to look at something through a different frame. If you know, it sounds like she's. It does sound like she's probably tried to talk to him before. Yeah, yeah. it's sure. not getting through. So but she wouldn't be at this stage asking if yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So approaching it from a different angle, like trying something new, yeah. and especially like it's one of those things I love. Like only like oh god, how do I say? Uh, only really heard about like love languages a couple years ago, but oh my god, my friend like said it and then he pointed out some examples so true so if, if this lady's like, listening obviously she will be well we hope um if she doesn't really understand what love languages are um how would you describe that and how could she find out more about the love languages oh so just a quick google search will bring mm. them up uh, i'm trying to remember them all it's uh words of affirmation acts of service quality time yeah, yeah. there's one more i thought wasn't there and what you like to give and what you like to receive can be different. Yeah, yeah like completely. It can be a about that. Mix of all that kind of stuff. There you go. But viewing it through that lens can, I think, really help people understand and like a bit. And I think this ties back very nicely mm. to what we started with, and that is having the same arguments over and over and over again. And yeah. that's because you're not aligning. Yeah. And, and you're not, I, yeah, you're, Ashley you're, does it all yeah. the time. I'll say to him, you're not listening to me. And he'll repeat word for word what I've just said, but it hasn't taken any of it in. <laughs> but he has just picked, because he knows what I'm going to say is, are you listening? You're not listening to me. And he goes, yeah, I am. You said that I need to put the washing machine on. <laughs> and if I do it past 30 degrees, then I run the bit. And I'm like, yeah, no, I know you can repeat what I said, but did you hear me? <laughs> and it's that, we, you know, it's yeah, yeah. that thing where we're on, it, we're it's not like quite Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Ar arguing to cross purposes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, it's been wonderful. I've really enjoyed this session. I really well, I enjoyed love all of them, it. But it's, yeah. been, it's been great to oh, be guesting. No, You're our first guest. Live oh, actually in the live studio. In the studio. Yeah. 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 So thank you well, so much. Box, he's put the, raised the bar high. So yeah. um, let's see. Um, don't forget, guys, please like, subscribe, share it. Tell a friend, tell a friend, um, leave us a review. Unless it's not a good one, then <laughs> leave that out. Yeah. Um, Nothing good to say, don't say anything. Exactly. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, don't forget, check out Box uh, Instagrams. Um, uh, G Bacchus and Verboten Kunst. There you go. And also make sure if you've got any dilemmas that you want to 
uh, write in to us, please do. Obviously, there'll always be anonymous. All anonymous. So you can do it at info at outlandish.live or DM either of us on our socials yeah. outlandish and look forward to hearing from you that's it for uh, your weekly guilty pleasure this week uh, we'll see you uh, again yeah, in a for, week's time yeah, for, for podcast four uh, and, and more outlandish behaviour yeah, thank you very much thank you